Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways podcast, where we create winners every day. And now your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. So today I have a great guest. You guys are going to love him. I have Anish Majumda. Uh, Anish is a career coach and expert in the eating job market. So I'm curious about eating job market. I know a lot of you out there, you are curious too. You want to know that eating job market so that uh, Anish can help you. Anish uh, content has been featured uh, in Fast Company, Business Insider, Glassdoor, and Ivy Exec. So he knows what he's doing. He has helped thousands of professionals around the world to take reins of their professional destiny and break free of the necessity of job searching. So you guys are going to find this episode beneficial. And I must tell you, from my initial conversation uh, with Anish, I'm already impressed. So without further ado, let's welcome Anish to the show. Hey, Anish, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Bola. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, awesome. Uh, Is there any intro you want to give real quick? Just tell them about you. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm a, a career coach. Uh, I've been one for a little over 12 years. Uh, as you say, um, my team and I, we specialize in working with deserving professionals and um, showing them an end-to-end way of generating high-level job offers. Um, uh, this has been uh, the adventure of a lifetime. I was a journalist and an actor uh, for many years, and this path of being a coach in some ways came like by accident. It came because I just saw this need of so many people who should be doing better, who should be feeling more happy, successful, fulfilled in their careers. But this gap and and this problem of, you know, no matter what your situation is, can I get something better? Can I get it easily? Can I do it? That fear holds back people like nothing else. And so I'm really, really happy to be here. And uh, I know you've got the advantage of uh, an audience that is, I would say, extra juked, extra jazzed, already sort of in the mindset of asking themselves, how can I do something better? How can I like be better? Like that's that's magic. So thank you again for, for being here. And I hope that I can um, inspire um, you out there who's listening to be bolder right now, because this is also absolutely the time where if you're interested in making a big shift upwards, this is it. This is this is where the ocean is. This is it's a, it's a very ripe you know time to do that. Absolutely, and you are totally correct. Uh, what I do is how can I has a question? How can we maximize our potential? How can we be better? You know, and I think uh, that clearly aligns with what you do as a coach. But I'm just curious why why are you interested in helping others? Because you know, you can just focus on yourself, be a better man yourself, Anish. But why are you interested in coaching and making sure that others are successful as well? This is uh, such a good question. And, you know, it's one that I, I keep coming back to because honestly, this path 
towards being a coach was never, you know, part of the plan. Um, my journey um, towards an actor, and I was a film and TV actor uh, through most of my 20s, um, that came, you know, from that bolt out of the blue inspiration, you know. I started watching movies, plays, oh, I fell in love with it. As a writer, um, it, it was like that. But, you know, as a coach, it started out in the most non-inspired way possible. I was I was trying to support my writing career. I was working with people on resumes. I was I was giving them some interview coaching, and I, I remember picking up the phone and there was this uh, architect. He was fifty four years old, Arthur, and this was supposed to be a possible client. And um, this man was just broken up and. Over the course of this conversation, he tells me, Anish, um, you know, he's ostensibly there for job search help. But really, as many of the people I work with, you know, it becomes like a real turning point in their lives, a fork in the road. And he's like, look, I've spent 20 years at this company. I helped build this company. Um, I'm responsible for some of the biggest projects that we have. They're making changes. I'm going to be fired inside of the next three months. I've never put myself out there. I'm 54 years old. Um I've got kids. I don't know how I'm going to retire. Um, I don't think that I'm ready for this. And I don't think that I'm, uh, I, 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 I have what it takes. And um, I couldn't help him in that moment. You know, I really couldn't because what I was doing was, was, was relatively limited. But it stuck with me. And the desire to say, hey, what's being missing here? Because there's so many people out there, you know, right now, they're, they're getting MBAs, they're getting advanced training, they're being told by their managers, do this, do that, be, you know, be a better presenter. They're running through all of these hoops. But what I discovered in that call and what was validated through the decision I made after that to take this more seriously and really see was say, hey, is there some other way here? Is there some way of you getting what you want, me getting what I want without us having to deal with this because clearly 20 plus years of success for this guy, every professional accolade in the world hadn't changed anything. And I discovered that myself when I was trying, uh, uh, living in the States. Um, I had met my wife. I was just trying to get any kind of a job. Um, I'd already won awards for journalism and I, I, I had all these uh, accomplishments. But the second I went to um, interview for a traditional job, the second you're talking to someone who is looking at things from a fear-based, risk-based perspective, everything beautiful about what you are, everything unique about your journey, rather than saying, hey, how can I leverage this magic? It's like, why would I put my my neck on, on the line for you? No way, right? So so it, it started this obsession in my mind to say, hey, how can I help people like Arthur? How can I help all these other people who, like me, probably you haven't figured out a way to make your magic make sense. And the more successful you get in the traditional path, the more this weird ceiling starts coming in that's saying, hey, I'm not finding the jobs that I want out there. When I do get interviews, I get questioned more than I was even years ago. What the heck's going on? So um, that shifted my whole thinking. And for the first time, I started asking myself, instead of this being, you know, Instead of it being Anisha's dream, maybe there is something that I can do here. And and the amazing journey now with over 2,000 people helped um, and seeing them and leading them through, you know, moms who are coming back into the workforce, um, executives, uh, dads who want to who take that time. It's, I have to say, it's been um, a miracle and it has been a lesson that perhaps when it comes to our careers, we don't need to have all the answers, but what we do need to do is make a stand for what's important. And we do need to allow 
life, God, destiny, whatever, when you feel the wind there, run with it, run with it, run with it. I did. I didn't know where it was going, but I knew that there was something here and I was willing to go everywhere. I was willing to learn anything from anyone to put something else together to, 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 to serve people like that because I continue to feel that it is, it's a great injustice that, that goes on that every single people we deal with quietly and we internalize every single day, you know, has to change. That's so powerful, Hanish. Um, you know, when you narrated a story about that man, Atal, uh, you know, that maybe is afraid that he's going to lose his job, that resonates well with me because I've ha- had the chance, you know, to talk with people that are also at that point where they are afraid of what's next. Uh, what am I going to do if I lose this job that I've been working at for 10 years, 20 years? I don't know how to do anything else. And that's why I always encourage people, uh, yes, do your job, do a great job. But at the end of it all, you should also be building your dream. You know, going to work nine to five, that's great. I have no issues with people that do that. But what do you do from... When you get home, what else can you do that can help you to build your life? So the way you said it, that's just a powerful way of saying this. And this goes out to everyone, those people, everyone that is listening right now. Yes, do a great job, but you must constantly think, what else can I do for my life, you know, in order to move me forward? So that's great. Thank you very much uh, for sharing that. And absolutely, I agree. Uh, the job of a coach is to, you know, guide people, lead people, take them from where they are to where they want to be. And that's what you've been doing uh, for thousands of people, professionals out there. Now, let's talk about eating job market. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I saw that, I thought, oh, eating job markets. Uh, I'm curious. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so so I know there's a lot of mystery around that phrase, and it's a very like Harry Houdini esque. You know, uh, the hidden job market is just another way to, uh, and I hope this is a, a very encouraging thing because when I discovered it, it certainly was. The hidden job market is just another way to describe every possible opportunity, job, full time part-time, consulting, however it's structured, it's a way to describe every possible opportunity out there that is not in job posting mode. And the thing that I always assumed for, for a lot of my time when I was first, you know, going out there was that if it doesn't exist in the job posting, that there's no opening, that there's nothing, you know, going on there. And so it was really, uh, a shock and a surprise to realize the majority of opportunities actually at every company uh, have yet to, to reach it into a posting. If I can, if I can uh, make a visual, you know, for everyone listening, imagine that um, me and you were running a company, okay, and uh, we are trying to aggressively grow. We realize, uh oh, we have a major shortfall in marketing, right? We need a marketing expert who understands what we're going to do. Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're not going to go to our HR and make a job posting about it because, among other things, this person doesn't understand the needs. They're not in the inner circle. It's going to take a heck of a long time. It usually costs 160% on average of the cost of a first year executive salary just to hire someone through traditional hiring. So I'm going to do what? We're going to avoid that, right? Instead, I'm going to say to you, Bola, hey, um, who do you know, right? Who do you, who do you know who might be able to fix this, right? So we're tapping our internal network 
people are coming in. These people, by the way, if there's someone that works and I want it to, you want it to, we're going to move them through a process that is way faster than the traditional hiring because there's less risk because this person has been vetted essentially by the leadership. Now, if that doesn't work, what typically happens is we then start saying within our company, and this is why we're seeing right now more incentivization within companies for internal referrals, referred hires than ever before, because it's a lot cheaper, it's a lot more effective. So to say, hey, everyone out there, who do you know? We need an expert in this. We need someone who's not just another marketer. Who do you know? Who do we know? Now there's a little bit more risk now. Now it's moving outside of the leadership circle. So probably uh, we're going to deal with a few more hoops as we go through the hiring process. I don't know you as much. You're coming in a little bit cold. Maybe that works, maybe it doesn't. Oftentimes someone gets hired long before that process. We try for whatever reason, it doesn't work. Now we reach the, la the, the last stage. Now we reach end stage, which means the opportunity has been kicking around for a while. Frustration usually has been mounting. We haven't been able to solve it. So we say, okay, fine, go out there, put it out there. HR puts some generic thing together. They're trying to understand what's going on. They usually don't, I'm not going to tell them the real vulnerabilities in this company that are driving the hire. So they're, you know, formulating some kind of a job posting that doesn't really relate to, to, to what's going on. You, somewhat candidate comes in who might have been perfect, by the way, for all of this, right? But they're just becoming aware of this opportunity late stage. So what happens? They come in, they're dealing with 200, 300, 400 other people, whatever, whatever it is. They're coming in and now, because you're coming in cold, because the starting point is so deleveraged against you, um, it really, starts to not matter how qualified you are. Because at this point, it's like, look, you could be the greatest chief marketing officer on planet Earth, but you never came out with a better way of reaching out to me. You never came out with a better way to build a relationship with me or demonstrate value than, than, than jetting your resume out there. And this is the thing that, 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 that holds back people is because it's either the job postings or this scary thing called networking your way to a job. What's true is that there's a beautiful mid zone there filled with these leaders and uh, finding out, hey, how can I actually, how can I brand myself in a way that doesn't come across as a job seeker but might have some interest there? How can I talk to them in a way that isn't like, get me a job, but like, how can I start the process of helping? If you, what I discovered is when you start that process of, initiating dialogue, building relationships with the right people as an equal, then you put yourself in a zone to actually discover what's really going on in these companies. And when you switch your mind state from being the best person for a job to being the best person who can identify what's really going on at this company, and if you want to, aligning what you identify with you, with your solution, that right there, switches everything. It changes It changes the entire methodology of how you get ahead, who you talk to, how much you get upset if some gatekeeper, you know, judges you. You start realizing, ah, this is one of the big, and this certainly in, in our line of work, it's one of the big, you know, chestnuts is realizing you, the reason it's so hard to get a job the other way and it gets harder as you go up to the C-suite through, through, through cold is exactly this, is like you don't know what's going on. So you never have any leverage in the situation. All you have is let me trade old information about my career and hope that it resonates with what's going on, right? There's no trust. There's no depth. There's nothing. If, you're, if you have it on the pain, then aligning to that pain is going to give you something that allows me to say, oh, if I say no to Bola, it's not me saying no to just another candidate, you see. There was no job 
here, right? There was no posting. It was me and you talking together that even allowed me to see our problems through a new way, right? So if I say no to you, it's no longer just saying no to a candidate. I actually don't have that power. If I say no to you, I'm saying no to this solution entirely. What am I going to do? Find someone else like you? They're going to know this this intrinsic mix? They're not, right? And that's leverage. That's the kind of methodology that an individual like us, we need to be thinking about. Like, how can I get some leverage over this? How, how can I have some authority over this situation? So long answer, I know, but but it, but it is a... Um, it is, it is something I'm such a nerd about because, you know, I want everyone listening to say, hey, don't judge your career prospects based on what you see on Monster or Indeed right there. That's that's a tiny, tiny infinitesimal uh, percentage of it, you know. Um, it, it's it's a lot bigger of a market than I ever thought possible, you know. It just requires a little bit of a little bit of the right kind of courage maybe to to start looking at this in a different way, you know. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So what I heard from you, uh, Anish, is uh, to get into that hidden market, uh, a candidate must prepare and position himself or herself properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you talked about branding, you know, presenting yourself as a solution, you know, uh, will especially give you that leg up over other candidates. Yes. And you talked about having that dialogue, the relationship yes. uh, that is necessary, you know, to put you out there such that when a company is looking for to fill that role, your name comes to mind and yes. you will be the person that they want to go to. So it's no longer a competition whereby the hiring manager is sifting through thousands of uh, resume. You are already on top of uh, of their list in terms of who they want to consider. So that, yes. that, that's a great way of saying it. And I completely agree with you. Could, uh, could I, I, would it be all right if I shared a little tip related to that? Because you, yeah, that, that was going to be my next question. Oh, uh, well, because you, because you, you totally, hit, you totally hit the nail on the, on, on the head right there. You know, um, mm-hmm. w- one, one little tip that might be really useful um, is to think about um, your brand, whether it's resume, LinkedIn, or even, you know, the way that you dialogue with people. A big mistake I see is that people kind of get stuck into a skills-only way of looking at themselves. So let me give you an example. Um, using this, uh, you know, a marketing example, for, for example. You have someone who maybe has, you know, 15, 20 years of high-level marketing experience. Um, they're, they're, they're targeting maybe some chief marketing officer roles, you know, SVP officer roles. But if you look at their brand, what they're doing is they're saying, look, I'm a marketing expert. That's what I do. And what I specialize in is digital marketing and this skill and this skill and this skill. This is very common, right? But the problem with that, right? And that problem with that way of thinking, uh, it, it, it makes you fundamentally come across as someone who's optional and it makes you have to automatically war with my idea of what marketing is, right? If you're never anything more than just a marketing person, then rightfully or wrongfully, if you're talking with me, if I'm the CEO of a company, then I'm saying, okay, great. You know, if I need help with marketing, if I need an optional person to come in, I'm going to do that. Now, if that same person looked at their journey and they said, you know what? Not just the marketing work that I've done, right? But before I did this, I had some operations experience. I'm not even, you know, talking about that because I don't think it's relevant. And, you know, I even had some coaching experience there. So I've got this people experience okay this operations experience i got all this marketing one okay why would someone 
why would any business, if you think about it, hire a marketing leader? I mean, obviously, if I could do away with it, I would. I mean, that's, let's just be brass tacks about it, right? I'm not going to hire anyone if I absolutely don't have to, right? If it's not essential, not optional. So I'm not paying you for marketing. I'm not. I'm paying you to grow the business. Ideally, I'm paying you to realize the two to three objectives that I already think is important, that is already the priority here, right? And so what if this person positioned themselves not as a marketing expert, but as a catalyst for growing a company as only they can? In other words, they can look at a business strategy and because they fought the battles on the marketing side and the op side and the people side, you finally have one person who can actually take these strategies and say, hey, stop looking outside. The intrinsic problems here are going on. It's happening here. It's happening here. It's happening here. I'm going to interlink all of this. I'm going to take accountability for making sure this is going to work. And I will hold true for, for, for moving this company forward. At that point, not only do you have the power of a process, and it could be any. There's 20 ways you could brand yourself. There's 30 ways that I could brand myself. There's more than one answer here. But if you start going down the road of saying, what am I actually paid for? What actually, what is the way of thinking about what I do that makes me come across as essential? That's going to start the process of really changing the authority level of your brand. And that's really, really key. You know, um, it's very important, whoever you are, that when you go into that room, whoever you're talking with, whatever their attitude might be, right? Uh, you know, um, if I'm a, I'm a career coach, they might have a very low opinion of that because they've been burned or they have that. It is critically important that when it comes to the work that you do, you do the work on inside of yourself to make sure that you know that this is essential. That on one way or the other, the future of this business, whether this person realizes it or not, is at jeopardy. And you're only one person. There's only a very small amount of companies that you're ever going to be able to, or, and people you're ever even working at capacity, right, that you're ever going to be able to impact. So be choosy about that. Be clear about that and be really, really clear. So that that shift right there of getting away from what are the, the what is the magical combination of skills that I can put out there and instead thinking what's a process, right? What's an outcome, right? What's a way that I can act as essentially a strategic partner to the business, regardless of what role I currently have? This is this is a this is a mindset shift primarily. But once you start branding yourself that way, watch how the the response rates and the visibility like starts going right through the roof. Fantastic. You know, that's a lot of information that you packed in there. I, I hear process, I hear positioning, and these are important. So I'm going to ask you, Anish, uh, because as a career coach, many people that are hearing us right now, they, you know, you put all this information out there. But I know most of them, they need someone that can hold their hands, that can guide them, you know, in order to get to that, their dream career. So if my audience, they want to uh, connect with you, learn from you, how can they do that? I know you have your website. Is that the starting point or how can they reach out to you and say, hey, Anish? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 we would uh, love that and I would love that. Um, there's one specific um, recommendation I want to I want to I want to give to everyone listening right now. It's a website. Uh, it's called tap the hidden job period market forward slash ASAP ASAP. And so this 
uh, link, if you go there, you're going to see the latest masterclass that we've put up. It's about 45 to 50 minutes long. And what it's going to allow me to do is if you can have your resume and LinkedIn profile up, great. It'll allow me to go deeper. And if you want to get in touch with us afterwards, you'll, you'll be able to do directly that. The other uh, recommendation I have, um, I'm on LinkedIn every day. If, if, if you're hungry about your career, join me. I would say there's probably not that many niche career coaches out there. I haven't checked in a while, but I would say, um, look me up there. Um, follow me because every day, um, it's, it's my mission to, to keep sharing information, um, taken from our experiences about what's actually working there and actually also, getting rid of some of the disinformation out there that sounds really good, but actually ends up, you know, you probably know this, sometimes really great sounding advice. You're like, man, I'm, I'm depressed here. Like, good Lord. Like, I didn't know. They, they, they just, and, and, and things are not grim out there. Things are not, you know, it's, it's, um, this is the time, you know, if you can act bravely and you can act from a place of abundance, which I think it's what it's all about. This is going to be the moment that changes everything for you, your family, everyone. just be brave and, and, Imagine me sending out internet hugs out to all of you guys, you know, keep going, keep going. Um, this is, this is, this is the time for it. So honestly, Anish, I think there's so much to talk to, uh, to talk with you about. There's a lot, uh, when it comes to <laughs> career, I want to talk about resume. I want to talk about finding a company. I want to talk about how to use LinkedIn. But I also want to make sure that I'm keeping each episode under 30 minutes so that people can, you know, when they are on the treadmill, they can quickly consume everything. Of course. So you may have, uh, you may be my first guest. That will be a repeat guest. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes because I know there's so much that uh, you have uh, that you need to share that people uh, need to know. But maybe I, I can still take one question. Sure. I'm, I'm going to ask about dream company. There are many people that, oh, Microsoft, that's my dream company. Apple, that's my dream company. How can we position ourselves, you know, to land a job at those dream companies? Is there any taxi, yeah. any strategy that we can uh, use here? Yeah, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I think it's it's wonderful, you know, to have like a dream companies list to to especially if it inspires you and and helps sort of crystallize a vision of what you're doing all of this for. You know, um, uh, what what has been surprising in this journey has also though been realizing that a lot of times like the the thing that you thought was a dream company, a lot of companies can become that, right? If you started, um, Gail, who was someone I worked with uh, recently, uh, she's uh, in her uh, early 60s. Uh, she thought she was going to retire in her last company. They kind of screwed her over a little bit. So she's like, <laughs> okay, I, you know, 15 years, you know, she was at a Fortune 500 leader in HR. So she thought, you know, when we worked together, that her dream was going to be more of the same. What she realized through the process of saying, hey, um, before I start pursuing these dream companies, has my market worked? changed has I changed it by going through that process and and yes working with us too she 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 found herself being open to talking with um, the heads of companies that are actually a lot earlier uh, high growth in a totally different zone and what she found was in these companies rather than looking at her as just another amazing HR executive who can keep the lid on it's almost like with these some of them it's like a it's a frat house and they need a grandma to come in there being like guys like nope you're not doing that you're not doing that this is the right thing to do than not and it opened up this whole 
new window for her because she realized she's like, wow, like if you start from a place of saying maybe the ways in which I can contribute might be much more than I thought. And you say, hey, I'm going to allow these dream companies. I'm going to pursue them, certainly. But but I would also say at the beginning, let that be more than just company. Let it also be anything that interests you. If if you're if you see a leader who's doing fantastic work and it resonates with you, pursue it. If you're seeing someone who is you know in a region and there and the, and there's anything about it that 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 resonates with you, do it and let actual hiring activity. Let actual hiring activity make the last choice for you. So my recommendation would be absolutely go after the dream ones, but at the same time leave open the possibility that the same criteria that is driving you towards those may well manifest themselves in another company or another thing. The 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 goal you have is not to to uh, drive yourself crazy finding the one. The goal you want to have is playing this game with integrity and playing it in a way that actually makes you feel good so that regardless of what the outcome is, you can say, hey, man, like I, 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 I got no regrets. You know, I, I, I truly got it. You know, I, I, I have as someone who experienced the opposite of sometimes, you know, in my job seeker days, I remember being out of work eight, nine months. Finally, I got an offer. Yeah, I chose to have that job. You know, <laughs> like it's like I'm just, you know, thank thank you, God, that uh, the, you know, the torture is over, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's the way I would think. Of it. Think wide funnel to a tight funnel, wide funnel, anything that interests you go after it. But let actual hiring activity start tightening it and keep going back all the way through every stage through a job search keep returning to those criteria of what is going to do it for you not just in terms of the job work-life balance um fulfillment compensation because a lot of times you might find that those criteria actually change um as you as you move forward so stay in touch with that and give yourself that uh opportunity once you go into an offer with 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 a company or you get close they have the most to lose at that point. So don't ever worry about giving yourself that extra time, that extra day, that extra two days, three days, whatever you need to get good with this decision. This is something that's going to affect your life for at least the next year, if not more, right? So take that time, you know, and make sure that you that you are 100% good, heart and soul with what you're doing. Awesome. So in a minute or less, <laughs> what's, what's final message you, do you want to share with my audience, maybe in terms of their career, life, or anything for that matter? There's, uh, I was thinking, you know, I know in, in some of the, the past episodes you've asked, you know, what's your definition of success? And I was sort of thinking about yeah. that. And, uh, and I, I would say my definition is a life where you can give abundantly to your heart's content and you never have to worry because what you get back is always more than what you put out. Like what you get back from the universe is infinitely stronger and you can do that everywhere and you can definitely do that in your profession. Um, the nine to five sucking your soul out your life does not ever have to be that way. You know, um, wow. hopefully that hopefully that resonates. No, absolutely. And uh, that's important. You know, what you get uh, from life, you know, you, you get more, you know, by giving. That's uh, the message that you have passing out right there. So thank you very much, Anish. Uh, it's been an awesome, awesome moment, you know, listening to you, sharing your knowledge and educating my audience on how to get their dream uh, job uh, and position themselves for a great career. Thank you very much for sharing with us today. Uh, I'm going to leave uh, your website on the show notes so that people can, you know, connect with you and uh, learn more about what you do. Thank you, Anish.
This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.